Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of Life with Liz. I need to apologize, I did not podcast last week because when I came back from Mexico (laughs) two days later, I was not feeling so well and let me know if this has ever happened to you because I'm not a person who like gets migraines really um and that's how this started let me just preface that so on Tuesday came home on a Sunday on Tuesday I was talking to a colleague and suddenly I had like a just a piercing pain in my left temple and then my head was just pounding like it would with a migraine but I've not had a migraine since I was a kid, maybe a teenager. I used to have to take this medicine for my intestinal issues and it was this nasty syrup. And if I missed it for a day and then took it the next day, nothing but migraines the entire day. It was terrible. All I wanted to do was throw up light or sound or, you know, breathing from other people was a problem. So (laughs) I just took me back to my childhood. But then Like the next day, my headache didn't go away. It wasn't piercing anymore. I had taken some Tylenol PM and my husband brought me an ice pack and I just laid down with it and I woke up and my head hurt, but it wasn't piercing. Well, the next day I still had a headache and the next day I still had a headache. And then by Friday, I also had zero energy. And part of me thinks that could have just been because days of a headache are just exhausting It's all you can think about. All you're doing is taking Tylenol like every five hours because as a bariatric patient, we can't take ibuprofen anymore. And man, do I miss it. Um, But then, like I'd say like that Sunday, I started getting like body aches and just really felt run down. And, you know, the media has now conditioned us, media and government, Um, has conditioned us to think if we don't feel good, we must have COVID. So I took a at-home antigen test. It was negative. But my work said, well, two of the people you're around in Mexico did test positive for COVID. So you should go and do a full PCR test. So eight days after it all started, I went and got a PCR test. So it started Tuesday of week one. On Wednesday of week two, I went and got one. It was negative. So I never had COVID. I had a doctor's appointment that Wednesday because I was still irritated that I had this like weird headache. And she goes, you know, it's probably just a sinus infection or was just a sinus infection. It's hard for them to diagnose that for me because I'm a dairy-free person and I have been, for God, 14, 16 years, somewhere around there because I kind of forget how old I am sometimes. Um... I don't develop mucus. I know that sounds wonderful. It's probably delightful to hear. Um, But so for that reason, I don't really get colds. I don't get congested. But I did have pressure on the bridge of my nose, like my nasal cavities were swollen. But like, because I don't, (laughs) I'm not going to like full up fill up like snot. So 
she's like, you know, it's really hard to say, but the only thing that offered me relief was NyQuil. So she goes, that's more than likely what it was. And you did everything right. And you went and got a COVID test, but you stayed hydrated because Lord knows I drink so much water. And that's what it was. But because of that, guys, I did not podcast because I didn't want to hear myself breathe, let alone hear my own voice and try to podcast in my guest room where I have a bright amber lamp and I didn't want to look into a laptop. So there you go. That's what it was. It's not nice. It's not flattering. I was ill prepared to come back to podcasting post Mexico, but that's where we are. So with that being said, and we've talked a lot about health and self-care and immune systems going into winter, I kind of wanted to talk today about vitamins because it's something I get a lot of questions on. So I have a friend who is preparing to go into the surgery and they've been doing their research and um, he asked me something interesting. He said, do you have to now crush your vitamins and take them like that. And I thought, crush my vitamins? Like, what is he talking about? I'm not going to crush my multivitamin. It's like granular inside. It dissolves like right away. And I started doing like a little research and found that there are some doctors who recommend crushing your vitamins post-surgery. And some people think that they have to continue to do that. Listen, my doctor never once even suggested that, let alone would I have done it, uh, because in the end, I, I'm a little lazy when it comes to things like that, and I'd rather just take the shortcut and swallow the pill. So, no, I've never crushed my vitamins. I've never had an issue with vitamin deficiency. In the very beginning, when I still felt super swollen, I did do gummies, multivitamin gummies by Alive. I I love this brand. It's Nature's Way Alive. Um, I took a multivitamin and a calcium D supplement. So no problems with that. My doctor had no problems with it. I was also taking a hair, skin, and nails vitamin. And um, one, guys, you're going to lose your hair no matter what. You just are. It sucked to be a dude, though, and like lose it from your beard. I was kind of thinking about that. Can you imagine a guy just being all, like, patchy? (laughs) Um, But I stopped taking the hair, skin, and nails was my point to this whole thing because I take ProCare Health bariatric vitamins with an additional iron supplement because I am anemic, and it has everything that is in a hair, skin, and nails vitamin already in it because this vitamin is specifically formulated for a bariatric patient. So that's my tip number one. When you're looking for vitamins, get something that is for a bariatric patient because not all vitamins are created equal. And if you're smooshing up a Flintstones vitamin, you're not going to get the minerals and vitamins that you need. That's my tip number one. So the second thing I do is because those calcium citrate pills are horse pills and the chews they're not for me. It's not my thing. I, I've never been a taffy person. I don't like Sour Patch chewy candy. I just don't like the chews, you guys. So I do the calcium vitamin D gummies that are, they're pretty small, I think, and two of them a day. They don't make me gag. They're not horse pills. And my calcium and my vitamin D levels have always been on point, And my doctor's totally fine with it. So those are literally the only two things I take as a bariatric patient now. 
I'm not filling myself up with like B12s because I get plenty of B12 from not only my multivitamin, but from fish, from egg whites, which I still eat quite a bit of. So I don't need anything like that. And all of my levels have always been amazing. So you don't have to buy into the hype and get every single vitamin out there that you see is bariatric formulated. And, you know, try a couple of different ones before your surgery because you want to find something that you can stomach. I know a lot of people like the berry melts. I personally don't like them because I've never been able to handle like pills that melt under my tongue. Just not for me. It's a texture thing. But if, if that's easier for you, try that. So point being, listen to your doctor. Don't listen to the Facebook boards. Don't listen to like other people tell you, oh, you have to take this vitamin and that vitamin and that vitamin and that vitamin. Take what your doctor recommends. But I do have a list of like um, some of the main reasons you have to take your vitamins in general, because once you have bariatric surgery, you are taking vitamins for life. I just want to make that clear for life, because especially if you do VSG, you've removed part of your stomach for life, right? So um, just a couple of things, a couple of reasons, I should say, on why you should take your vitamins. First of all, and most obviously, you're no longer able to consume large enough amount of foods to meet your micronutrient needs. So that would be your vitamins and your minerals. The second reason is that your body now absorbs and processes food differently. So even though you're taking your supplements, you're eating your healthy food, you may not be absorbing all of it, which is why that extra multivitamin is so important on top of your food that you're eating every day, and hopefully you're eating whole foods and not processed foods, so you're really maximizing your nutrients. So if you had bypass or like the dual donal switch, in addition to eating smaller portions, you're also not absorbing 100% of that nutrients that you're eating. So we expect it from sleeve, right? Because obviously your stomach's not as big. But also if you have bypass or the dual donal switch, you're still going to have that issue. So interestingly enough, even non-malabsorptive procedures, we see changes in nutrient processing. So for example, you may no longer have enough stomach acid in your small stomach to efficiently absorb a natural calcium if you are a dairy person. So I'm not a dairy person. I don't really have to worry about that. But that is another reason why they want you to take calcium. There you go fun facts. The There are like some signs and symptoms of vitamin and mineral deficiencies and they can be mild to severe. So I want to take some time to talk about these because I think that these are things we all have to watch out for and um, so let's get to it. As we start this journey in the bariatric world or even as we ebb and flow, it's important to try different types of vitamins and shakes until you find what you like. So after you go through your surgery, you're not doing this through trial and error. So with that being said, I'm giving you a promo code for bariatricpal.com where they have more vitamins than you could ever imagine in all different types. And use my promo code LRO15 for bariatricpal.com to get 15% off your first order. And guys, they have more than vitamins and protein shakes, but these are some things that I really like. They have these 
melatonin patches. So if you were like me and sleep apnea was a major issue for you before bariatric surgery, these melatonin patches were like life-saving to me. But they also have them for vitamins and other mineral absorption as well. So if swallowing a pill is something that is uncomfortable for you, you can also try these patches. Again, that's bariatricpal.com. Use my promo code LRO15 for 15% off. That's like Liz Route Official 15 to get your 15% off today. Here's the thing with deficiencies in your vitamins and minerals. Some could take just only weeks to occur. Others could take years to occur. So you might not even notice them right away, which is why you have to go in for quarterly blood test in the first year and after that, annual blood test. Now, that's my doctor's routine. Your doctor may have something different, but they're constantly checking those levels. And guys, on top of that, I just had a physical and I had her run a full panel, not just the bariatric panel, because I wanted to know everything. So some of the symptoms you might see right away, like anemia, low iron, those things can be corrected pretty quickly. Um, Some things are irreversible. So for example, if you're not getting in your calcium and your vitamin D and you start start getting like osteoporosis or bone decay, which guys, your vitamin C can also affect your teeth. I've heard a lot of people say they didn't take their vitamins and their teeth started cracking. Um, and it can also cause neurological damage if you're not getting enough B vitamins. So there are a lot of things that could really be affected if you're not taking the right vitamin that is formulated for a bariatric patient and if you're not taking them consistently. So your bariatric team should tell you how often you should have your blood test done. That was something that I knew from the moment I signed up, I got my binder, I did my classes, but also at my pre-op appointment, we reviewed it again with my doctor. He gave me a schedule and said, this is how often you'll have to go in for blood work. This is how often you'll meet with me the first year. This is how often you should meet with your nutritionist. And then of course you can contact your nutritionist, your doctor, or your therapist during this as much as you need, right? So that's all part of the, the package. But so I did my first... Let me think. I did my pre-op blood work, and then they took blood in the hospital from me um, the day I got out of surgery. And then I want to say I did a two-week checkup. That one's a little fuzzy, but I know I did um, quarterly blood work the very first year, and now I'm on an annual process. But then I also do my full blood panel with my doctor every year for my physical, and I make sure that's always at a different time than my one-year bariatric blood work. So that way I'm still checking up on my blood work. I still know that everything's going okay. Um, so you want to make sure you stick to that schedule. A big issue people have and a reason they do regain is because they stop following the protocol. They stop doing the maintenance work. They stop going to their um, bariatric surgeon for their annual check-in just to make sure everything's okay. So these are things that if you make good habits from the beginning, you're more likely to keep them later on. That's just a little tip from me to you. So before you even get to your deficiencies, if you're not taking your vitamins, before you start feeling tired or lethargic or sick, um, your body goes through other stages. So if you're not getting enough of a nutrient from your diet and your vitamins, your body doesn't have enough 
of that nutrient stored, it will begin to have low levels in your body. And so then your organs start working overtime. So those low levels then start to make you feel like you're unwell, but it could have been weeks where your body was just harvesting every amount of nutrient it had. So if there's nothing there to replenish it, you're going to really slack off on your energy level. Um, You're going to get fuzzy. You're going to get tired. Your brain is going to feel like you can't focus. So these blood tests catch these things at an earlier stage and opportunity. And like I said, after the first year, your routine should be pretty much down. You should know what you, what you need and what your doctor recommends, but you'll begin to feel worse and wonder if you're not getting enough sleep. That'll be the first thing that happens versus you thinking about your vitamin and mineral levels. And that's, I think that's a natural response because we've told our, been told our whole life how important sleep is. But sleep's only going to work for us if we're treating our body with the right nutrition we need, right? So definitely get your blood tests as often as your doctor recommends them, but also with your regular general practitioner once a year when you do a physical, because you should do a physical once a year, um, have them run like a full panel as well, because there are different types of iron that they test for when they do that, um, and they might also see something else. So the bottom line here is that if you're doing your test regularly, if you're taking your vitamins and you're taking them routinely, you're going to be well, you're going to do well, be well, feel well. I know if I skip my vitamins for a couple of days, like when I was sick last week, it was like the energy to take my vitamins. I think I went two days and I could feel it because my iron dips that fast as an anemic person. So you always want to make sure you're checking out your vitamins. It's super important for you. Someone asked me <laughs> once, um, I took my vitamins and I still lost my hair. Guys, you're going to lose your hair. It really isn't as much to do with the vitamin deficiency in that case as your your body goes into a resting phase because of the anesthesia. So do what you can to help the regrowth quickly. But like I said, my bariatric vitamin already has everything I need in there. It has my biotin, my magnesium, uh, my zinc, copper, everything I need to like recharge my hair growth and keep things aligned. So I don't know that you need to take an extra vitamin. You can talk to your surgeon. That's the only person that you should listen to when it comes to that kind of thing. But otherwise, you guys, do you follow the plan and take your vitamins. Be very, very consistent about it. That's my best, best tip for you. I just got feedback that my B12 is actually too high, which I didn't know that could happen. And I'm not taking a separate B12 vitamin, but I eat a lot of foods that are high in B12. So I'll shift my diet a little. Um, but with that being said, reach out to me. Let me know what you want to hear, what, um, what stories you want to know. So I'm always on Instagram, Liz Rao Official. You know where to find me. And guys, until next time, let's talk soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.